How are uh, you, goofball? I'm good. You know, I've I've meditated so much and all all that shit that I'm. I feel like I'm just not funny. That you're zen, you're zen AF. Yeah, like I remember going into that like meditation and therapy and being like, well, if I take away all of my angst, I won't be funny. And like somehow I, I still don't feel good, but I'm not funny either. It's <laughs> 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 definitely the best of all worlds. You you definitely lost a little funny by getting thin too. Oh God, yeah. Like and again, like because because not... you're 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 a little more self confident now, and it's just not funny. Yeah, and again, <laughs> like not thin enough to actually be attractive. Like I still have like a <laughs> just this like layer cake of dog shit <laughs> on top of my abs yeah. so like if the shirt comes off like it would be like well it's not bad for 41 yeah you know like that sure. that's about what i could get in terms of a reaction it's not bad for 41 oh look who's stirring and look who wants to join the podcast it would be roxy who was one of one of the kitties one of the kitties the one so- that so you're at home you're at home you're not at uh donny poos i'm not at dawn's because uh the i'm not at dawn's i'm not at dawn's okay (laughs) not at dawn's (laughs) d-o-w-n-z dawn's i'm not at dawn's because (laughs) that was uh a woman that i knew back back in the day um who was was based in ohio she okay. would always focus on the way I'd be like doing like <laughs> like a Joey Triviani or something like that. <laughs> and I guess I was like, you fucking hazy. I don't have a strong accent. Like, yeah. You're the one that pronounces it crick. <laughs> you know, fucking, oh, God. It calls really? it pop. Yeah. That's, that's Ohio. Crick. Crick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Oh, you, uh, speaking of speaking of right, right, speaking of right, right, you saw his play the other day. I'm going next Friday. Oh, I mean, we're we're just all over the place, kid. Look we are. We yeah. we didn't prepare at all. Like I didn't no. even know what you wanted to talk about. Did you want to talk about New York? Did you want I to talk f- about the play? I figured we would start with the New York trip because Let's that start was start New York. Yeah, that was over a week ago at this point. And if sure. I don't get it belched out quickly, it will just be forgotten. All right, let's talk New York. Okay. One of my favorite topics. I know. And again, I've meditated so much that I I don't care to just, like, bludgeon you with the bit of, like, remember when you used to live there, but I've been there more recently than you? Right. I mean, like, maybe that's appreciating comedy more. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And I just don't want to do the same shtick again. Sure. Maybe I'm just going to engage in the rhetorical technique known as preterition, <laughs> where I talk around a subject in order to talk about it, but without acknowledging it. Like, who's keeping track of the fact that I was in New York last week, far more recently than you were? Who's keeping track of that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Good. So I did... Well, now we can't even... Now we have to talk about it, and I have to just acknowledge I'm not saying this to rub your face in it. I did (laughs) go to New York last week. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. I know you have an object permanence thing. You wanted to think that the instant you left the city, it just blinked out of existence? No, my ego isn't that big. Not anymore. 
No, it's not. <laughs> not anymore. You you got a bigger bassinet for your ego. Yeah, I do. And you know why my ego isn't that big anymore? Why? 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 12-step. Sobriety, man. And that's why I can't go back to New York. Oh. I'd be knee-deep in a hooker. That's how you have sex? Yeah, knees. You just... You... Put your knee in them. All right. God, like what, is, what a size, like straight male. It's just all is about penetration. It's all about penetrace to you, isn't it? Penetrace. That's <laughs> the Italians call it. <laughs> what is it? Is it size? Is it cis? What is I it? A, I don't know, cis. But you know what? If you want to give it a hard C and just say kiss, that so people think we're is talking an old rock act. Is it kiss? I thought it was cis. All right, let's talk New York. Okay, good. Yeah, we'll talk New York. I, um, I, uh, you know, for a long time, I had entertained the thought that I was going to go there the same way that like, I don't know, uh, a sad dad thinks they're going to one day go and do open mics. And, and you know like rock the comedy world I, I like how i'm just describing myself but added dadhood for yeah, some without reason. a child yeah like i don't have the kid or the wife you know but i have the same sad dream so somehow i have even fewer excuses which makes it sadder yeah, but you have but, two cats and a mom yeah which which are their own demands equally equally rewarding as a child <laughs> and a spouse just in different ways um for for a while, I I really did think there was a chance I'd be moving to New York to pursue improv, which yes. is the saddest thing you'll ever hear come out of my mouth. And trust oh, me, it's not that sad, dude. Improv specifically is. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. No, my my dreams are okay. Yeah, I thought you meant to pr- pursue this business we call show. Oh, well, first of all, you and I just have it in our veins, kid. Like, dude. where wherever we go. The business of show. (laughs) The business of show follows. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, are are we at a a Texaco? The business of show (laughs) will flow. Exactly. (laughs) When I became a dipshit Dr. Seuss. Yeah. So uh, I I would go up there every couple of months. Mm -hmm. I think back in, like, especially 18 and 19. Like, I I wasn't the biggest New York guy for a long time. But actually, uh, former co-host, I... Pete, maybe Jay Whitaker, Pete, Willie, Pete, Wee Willie Whitaker, whatever the <laughs> fuck we acknowledge him as these days. Yeah, whatever he is. Yeah. So Jay was the guy that really got me to enjoy New York. Yeah. Like, because he just, he loved it and it was contagious after a while. Sure. Like we would drive up, we would come back down and I was like, you know what? Maybe this city isn't just a, a shithole. And the the Staten Island Ferry was fun. Oh, like, so fun. Yeah. So fun. So fun. So fun. So I, I came to enjoy it. And even though I I wasn't really hanging out with Jay anymore, I actually, instead of viewing improv as just this stepping stone to, like, do improv, two, three improv classes max, and then, like, you're just signed to SNL or whatever the fuck, you know, maybe, like, a three-picture deal with TriStar, (laughs) the still functional (laughs) TriStar Studios. (laughs) Um, I was, like, I I could spend years learning this stuff and seeing Mm -hmm. the shows and and joining these people and not just thinking it was something to, to dip your toe in and then get the fuck out of right 
And I would I would go up and spend the better part of a weekend, like, every night. Two improv shows, three improv shows, whatever the fuck. And then the rest of the day, I would just, I don't know, like, eat. Yeah. Like, walk around and eat. And um, with COVID, all of that changed. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the biggest theater in town, Upright Citizens Brigade, who had signed on to a, an incredibly onerous uh, lease in uh, in Hell's Kitchen which like they thought they were getting a, a space is it called theater row mm-hmm. okay yeah so it's like kind of on 42nd street 42nd street way west yes yeah. yeah 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 so but i guess this was like three four blocks like across the avenues not down uh-huh. the streets away from that and like yeah. by new yorker standards they're like i'm sorry an eight minute walk from a subway station yeah <laughs> and, and of course especially me like i just spent six hours in traffic driving here do you genuinely think i give a fuck about an eight minute walk you know what i mean right like, i'm always shocked to hear the the absolute laziness of really any native city dweller like because i would encounter that with my dc friends as well oh they, yeah they would oh, be absolutely. like oh that's across town and i would like put it into google maps and it's like it's 3.2 miles in 17 minutes you fucking garbage person like really most people born and raised like in new york or the boroughs like have to have a car they're like i need my car I'm like why yeah. just walk everywhere no it's, uh, uh, uh. it's funny you mention that because i i i hadn't really encountered that most people i know that i maybe i shouldn't say born and raised but like the people who've logged a lot of time there maybe it's a generational thing because i'm so much younger than you um <laughs> We respect right. the environment, <laughs> and we believe in mass transit and bikes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't gone in two years, because UCB died. Like, the instant they couldn't charge $450 for classes, you know, like, selling people the fame dream, and they couldn't, oh, yeah. they couldn't I mean, do it just, four shows a night. Yeah, they couldn't keep that going. And UCB, like really jump-started the careers of so many people so you thinking that like that could happen for you really wasn't that crazy of a pipe dream in my mind it wasn't it was a little behind the times. it was a little you know you were a little late to the party that was more of an early aughts like mid-aughts thing yeah um but i feel like it was still doing it up until the pandemic or like a little bit before the pandemic and then everything changed. I want to say, like, the early 10s is yeah. where it tapered off. You yeah. know, like, like it would be like, let's just say I walked up to you tomorrow and I was like, hey, Poison signed me to their record label. <laughs> and, and Brett Michaels is going to produce. <laughs> and you'd be like, is this 1988? Like, who gives a fuck? I'd still be impressed, though. Yeah, you'd be like, just... Pull his wig off for me. That's all I ask. Yeah, please. Like, we all know. I want to see where the tears of bandana, real hair, and, you know, like, the shaved scalp of uh, 1987 Kathy Ireland all meld together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not that she was ever a platinum blonde, so I'm pathetic and failed you. Yeah, you did. Let's just end the show now. (laughs) Okay. You can... Massage here. I can pretend. I can pretend that we're still recording and sleep in the basement while Nick takes care of the kid. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I didn't know I got you out of things. Why don't you tell him we're trying like a five days a week format? And I just, know, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, then we can just, you know, upload 30-minute episodes that are five minutes of chat and 25 minutes of dead air. You <laughs> explore. While I sleep. And yeah. You, and, and you uh, surf the internet, surf Pornhub. <laughs> uh, Pornhub? Who has the time for videos, God? <laughs> right? You're like Reddit all the way. Reddit, yeah. Just give me photos. I'm, I'm an old man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like movies. <laughs> oh God! Who could? Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! A pornographic talkie? No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, UCB died immediately. the The second, mm-hmm. the second biggest theater was People's Improv Theater, yep. and they had two spaces, like a larger one and a smaller one. Uh, they held on for a while, but their larger one died. Mm-hmm. And they were left with just what I will call the the bitch space, the little sidecar space, the, the little tiny guy. Yeah, like honestly, like you walk upstairs, like this, you know, the New York thing. You you yep. open a door and it just opens to a, a, a stair yep. that's not like clearly labeled, and you're like, "Am I going to a fucking massage?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, where am I? What is yeah. what is happening? Yeah. So that was all that was left of them, and then the third tier magnet theater had their space left so i'll just preface the trip with that um sure i i decided it was time to to do something because i i don't really travel anywhere i don't make vacation plans like i have my own you know i i own and operate the locksmith company and i'm not saying i'm the busiest boy these days but i (laughs) i don't you know i guess that sword cuts both ways like, because mm-hmm. there's a chance I go out for a weekend and I don't miss a fucking thing. There's also a chance I step out and, like, a couple of my most important customers are like, hey, we need you here, right, right here, right now. You know, right. securing a bank door so people don't rob yeah. everything. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to I'm gonna get together some of my friends. We're going to go up to New York. And uh, I, I was trying to meet the people that I had recorded episodes of the pod with. Yeah. Like I was going to try to see Mike Saxy boy again. Mm-hmm. And he was in Florida. Ugh. And Lucky son of a gun. I was going to, depending on the chunk of Florida. Sure. Real, I know. imagine that he's on vacation though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like he's like, on the I beach. mean, yeah, he's Jewish. Like they're allowed <laughs> between like Boca and Miami. Boca. Yeah, yeah. Boca and Miami. Like That's that, it. that run of the beach. Yeah, my my aunt. I had a an aunt. One of those like I don't know. I guess you have this too because we're we're non super white. Where it's just like yeah, a family friend is close enough that they become an aunt or an uncle or whatever the shit. Oh sure. Yeah, I had my aunt Jenny who was like mm-hmm. a, a Florida person, and Aunt Jenny I think used to just refer to that stretch as Little Israel. Oh my god, <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> oh Jenny. Oh Jenny. Oh, you and your death at the hands of emphysema. You rascal. <laughs> you little rapscallion. I always loved Aunt Jenny. She was one of the only people in my life that had money. In fact, the only two people... <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say. <laughs> no. I the thought, only two... I thought you were going to be like, she was the only one that showed me true kindness. But you're like, no, that had money. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, showed me kindness through money. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, no one who was blood-related to me had money like what about your like uncle that was the musician do i even need to respond to that my uncle the musician yes (laughs) the most notoriously rich profession of them all i thought he worked with like 
big guys. Big guys. He did. Well, yeah. So he, he must have made some money. I mean, it was all gone decades ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the motherfucker had like multiple kids and marriages. Like, oh I don't god, to... keep it in your yeah. pants. Yeah, Dimitri. Keep it in your pants, Demetz. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, just load dumping Dimitri. <laughs> that man loved the guitar, but loved a good cream pie even more. <laughs> 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 Loved the six strings as much as he hated pulling out. Old Uncle D. <laughs> Old Uncle Demetz. They <laughs> didn't call him Uncle D because of his name. <laughs> I knew a Dimitri in New York, and Vasquez and I called him Demetz because he, like, was a mouth breather. His mouth was oh, open. Oh, I thought that was also a reference to him having a huge schlong. Just no. apostrophe Demetz. <laughs> no, he was a very awkward guy. Like an was... Arby's commercial, we yeah. have Demetz. He was like, he was like a, a line cook, and he just always had his mouth open. So we called really? him Demetz. Well, sounds like a sounds like an above average <laughs> Greek intellect. <laughs> I can fry cook collecting flies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying thinking about Demetz. Oh, Demetz. What were we talking about? New York. New York. Yeah. City's so nice, they named it twice. We were talking about dreams deferred, kids. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was just like, I'm going to get together a band of friends. Yeah. Because some a of my friends. A motley crew. A motley crew. An island of misfit toys. Yes, again, going back to bands that if they signed you to your label today, you'd be like, ah, ah, okay. ah. yeah, like, good old Motley Crue. Um, do you ever, do you, as a digression, because there's no focus left in us these days, because we haven't <laughs> right. potted in weeks. Yeah. Like, do you remember how Tommy Lee had that incredible Pam Anderson sex tape that like defined celebrity sex tapes. And like, he had just this like absolute horse schlong. Yeah. And then not many people remember this, but like Vince Neil, the singer, but at this point he was like fat Vince Neil (laughs) had a much lesser sex tape (laughs) of him, like banging the porn star Janine who to his credit, I think Janine was like one of those gorgeous porn stars that ever lived. Okay. But, like, his piece wasn't that big. And, like, Janine <laughs> was just not Pam Anderson level famous. Like, it was just such a... It was just so, like, low rung, you know? Yeah, it was like, like, it was like the speed two of sex tapes. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like when a younger sibling... Yeah. You know, like, you get the new bike, and they're like, whatever, look at my bike, it's just this <laughs> big wheel, and you're like, yeah, enjoy your little piece of shit plastic wheel, big wheel. Yeah. You fucking cuck. Yeah. You whittle baby. Yeah. Whittle baby Vince. Yeah, he made, like, a whittle baby sex tape with his whittle baby weenie. <laughs> so, All right, so tell us about your motley crew of friends that went to New York. Yeah, so I assembled my my A team of travel buddies. We had sure. we had Anne who Anne. Anne Anne is just like she's friends with everyone. She's yeah. great company. She is down for any adventure she puts it, which is just code for I think she's very over her son and husband and her work <laughs> and everything else. And yeah. I'm like, that's fine. Oh, and money is no object to Anne. She just oh, throws awesome. it around. 
Yeah, Great. because she like hubby pays for everything, so she's like everything I earn is mine to piss away. Awesome. And I'm like, you are my new best friend. All right, Anne. So Anne. Anne and my buddy Rich. Rich, love Rich. Rich. Rich doesn't really travel, so I'm like, I can't wait to to march him around New York. Yeah. That'll be fun. And then Tony, who I've gone to New York with countless times at this point. Like, oh, we've uh, heard about your trips with Tony. Yes, the 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 restrained, mature debauchery <laughs> exactly. of a Tony trip. Exactly. And uh, we just we piled into Anne's car on Friday last Friday morning, and uh, I I drove because I guess I'm I'm the dad of the group. Yeah. Yeah. I was I'm, about to say your dad. I'm dad, and I have three gorgeous children. <laughs> you do. And we we went up, and Tony had found us a hotel, like, in kind of, like, the middle of Brooklyn, like, south of Park Slope and Gowanus, but, like, north of Coney. Okay. Um, so, like, right in the middle. <laughs> right in the middle. Yeah. Um, Was it nice? I mean, like, what metrics are we, are we going with? For I nice? don't know. Was it, like... Are we talking Marriott, Holiday Inn? Like, what are we? Best what are we Western. Dealing with? Oh, that's fine. It was a Best Western. Um, tiny building. Tiny, tiny rooms. Tiny rooms. Yeah, like we had the the two twins set up. I mean, like you could walk around either bed, and the bathroom was like roomy enough that, like, you know, I didn't have to put my feet up on the side of the bathtub to take a crap like i was in the stirrups or something like that like you do in your home in virginia yeah, <laughs> where my toilet faces on to the bathtub yes and i i just have to sit like that or just shit in the tub if right. i want a, a seated experience right <laughs> um yeah so no bed bugs that i saw and it's been a week and i have not been bed bugged okay that's in the positive that's good friday night there were drug dealers out front but they oh, were my friendly drug dealers of course that one of them was mad at the the guy working the front desk overnight because he had brought a woman who was not his wife to engage in sexual intercourse with oh my stars and his wife found out about it and was able to go to the front desk and I think show his picture. <laughs> and I think through that got his car keys, which he had left at the front desk. In How case did you find all this get... out? <laughs> well, the drug dealer was incredibly loquacious. I got, got it. <laughs> I spent 10 to 15 minutes talking with the drug dealer who offered to get me high. I politely declined. On what? Um, Just weed. Oh. Like, had he busted out some powders? Yeah. I, sure. Yeah. But weed, like, what are we 10? Come on. Right. I mean, like, he kept, ba- like, busting out bag after bag of weed and having me smell them. And that was fun. Like, I love the smell of weed still. Sure. But I don't care to smoke it. Um, When's the last time you smoked weed? Oof. I'm going to go. Oh, oh, oh. I took a hit or two off of a friend's vape pens before a show one time at uh, Sean Westfall's old theater. Nice. In fact, he's the friend I was thinking of in terms of DC people who were lazy as fuck about going three miles 
Jesus. For, yeah, with uh, 18 minutes. That guy, Ted. Good old Ted Livermore. Um, I uh, So this guy was pissed, but playfully pissed, but pissed because the wife wound up taking his car and doing fuck knows what with it. Yeah. But he was Latin, so I'm guessing she was Latin, so I can only assume the seats were slashed, the tires were burned. <laughs> and, <you know. laughs> They're passionate people. Oh, yeah. And his buddy was uh, probing into the, the relationship between me and uh, Anne. And I was like, we're, we're friends. We're buddies. And you could tell he was trying to hook up with her because then he's like, it's cool, man. It's cool. You're, you can, can, can I hit it then? I'm like, all right, look, we are dating. <laughs> <You> know, <like laughs> I quickly... And then he's like, oh, man, I knew you are hitting. He's like, can I go upstairs with you and hit it as well? And I'm like, you know, what? sir. Oh, yeah. And I was like, had you phrase that in a way where I felt I was equally desired in this equation <laughs> and not just that you'd be eating around me on the plate mayhaps <laughs> but I I'm hurt more than anything hurt and disappointed yeah and so we bid the the drug dealers adieu but I'll I'll get back to the the rest of my time They're actually sure no, we were we were re- reviewing the hotel uh, that night one, we got in at 1 a.m. and talked to the nice drug dealers. Oh, and we were supposed to have parking. We didn't have parking, so they just let us park in the handicap spot for two oh, days. God. Oh, wow. And we were just like, hey, if anyone rolls up, give us a call. And they were like, yep. And no one did. So we were in the handy space for two days. Okay. Um, on top of that, I finally passed out at like 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. night number one, because I was just like kind of pumped I guess you know like I've been doing things for a lot of the day yeah and at about three I guess this was like a kind of a casual come here and fuck hotel because like some drunk was trying to get into the room caddy corner from ours like I'm talking our doors must have been four inches apart yeah like I've seen bigger taints than I have the space between these two doors on who me And this guy spent, I think, from 3 until 4.30 every 10 minutes trying to force his way into the door mm-hmm. but like, and screaming, but the U-bolt had been flipped. So you would just hear that, like, ka-chunk of uh. someone, like, putting... And, like, every time that happened, you know, I was, like, enjoying the world's shittiest sleep as it was. Sure. Like, in a fucking random crap hotel but that woke me up every time every fucking time and like he finally i think that stopped around 4 30 or 5 and i was like up by 7 i shit you not that first night it was absolutely miserable so that was that was the hotel in a nutshell so it was okay it was cheap (laughs) it was cheap you know what i mean yeah 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 like two rooms two nights each plus parking and i think it was like 720 Everything considered. So it was cheap. Yeah. I'll take it. Sure. All right. Getting back to our time in New York. Yeah. So uh, it's Saturday morning now. No, no, no. I'm going to rewind. We arrived by Friday afternoon. I just wanted to cover the hotel. Gotcha. I'm I'm sorry. I'm the Christopher Nolan of podcasting. All right. We're, we're going to jump around. At the end, I'm going to kill Joey Pantaleone. Sure. Uh, Joey great, Pants. Yeah. It's a great time. Um, bullets are flying backwards the whole shebang bullets bullets bullet for my valentine my favorite band yes so bullets over broadway <laughs> um 
<laughs> we decided to go to Coney because I have been to Coney one time. I, I took the subway there. It was a, a hellish hour-long ride from Midtown. I showed up. It was like a Saturday afternoon in August. It was packed. We went home like an hour later. We're yeah. like, this is miserable. But it was it was chillier. It was like a Friday evening. I'm like, fuck it. I want to see Coney. Sure. Uh, that was like a two... Uh, not two is hyperbolic. That was like a 45-minute parking hunt. Like, I dumped off Rich and Ann. Tony and I were like, we've, we've seen Coney a couple times. It's cool. Yeah. Um, not much to report from that, that little chunk of the evening other than are you familiar with like the 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 bizarre face that adorns everything all over Coney called the steeplechase face? No. Okay, look up steeplechase face, and I'll put up a photo of it as like the episode. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm boring you. What? <laughs> I heard your lengthy yawn. <laughs> sorry. I mean, if you need to go, we can do more episode later. No, it's fine. Okay. I'm steeplechase face Coney Island. Yeah. I I would just say it looks like a leering, rapey version of, like, Alfred E. Newman, kind of. Like, you know, the... the oh, yeah, this yeah, guy. The yeah. Mad Magazine. It's, it's, yeah, it's What so Me creepy. Worry. Yeah, and it's like, I would worry about you, steeplechase face. You're fucking creepy as shit. Yeah. Like, it has this huge mouthful of teeth. Like, it's just this... Full of 44 visible teeth. Yeah, he's just absolute nightmare fuel for, like, anyone. I, I'm sure, like... The image conveys simple fun, but was also observed by cultural critics to have an undercurrent of sexuality. Yeah, what? because yeah, who is it turned <laughs> on by forty-four teeth? All the all the nipple biting you can handle. Yeah, Those yeah, no, I can. Teeth. I see. Yep, 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 yep. All right, yeah. so steeplechase. That thing was everywhere, including yeah, yeah, yeah. like a, a very cool mock-up. I had no idea that's what it was called. Yeah, Steeplechase Face. Apparently it's all over uh, Atlantic City as well. Yes, it so is. So it's like this weird bit of like shore culture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's all over AC. It's fucking bizarre to me. Yeah. Uh, there was this, someone mashed the Steeplechase Face together with the, the Misfits Crimson Ghost logo. Nice. Yeah, so it was like <laughs> him with like the, the kind of like bone teeth, but like the black patch skull eyes. I don't know, I kind of. I hate most, like, hey, here's one reference to another reference. Aren't you cool? You caught both of them. Things, right. But, but that worked for me. Good. Yeah. Um, good. 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 Like, um, there's, like, this, this magic streamer. Because, yeah, I watch Magic the Gathering streams. I won't play the game, but I'll watch the occasional stream. Okay? Yeah. You're, just, you don't play. You're not that pathetic. No, no. Just a man who watches other people play. So Right. Like, a magic <laughs> cuck. Yeah. <laughs> and, like... The the guy's uh, photo, his name is Pleasant Kenobi, if I recall correctly, a Brit. And he's uh, he's uh, the, the man that dissuaded me of the notion that all Brits are intelligent. Because you hear that accent, you're just like, you're, you're smart. Oh, you're you smart. And it's just like, nah, you're a dumb motherfucker. You just got that goddamn voice. Yeah. And he uh, his main photo is like a, a John Wick photo, but in the art style of the... Uh, scott pilgrim oh uh. yeah exactly and that's it's like haha and then you're like this motherfucker like bought that shirt for real yeah (laughs) right so we we do coney and then we return 
to Brooklyn because Friday Night's Entertainment, and this is like where Anne shelled out because she's like, I want to see a play. I love James McAvoy. And I found that James McAvoy was performing in Cyrano. Yeah. That play based upon the Steve Martin movie. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Where he has the large nose. He writes lines for an attractive guy who... The, the attractive woman he's attracted to falls for and then she falls for the... the yeah, he's like her. a comedy writer. Yeah, I, yeah. exactly. So I uh, James McAvoy was playing and I love that you're obsessed with how short he is. Disgusting. Which, how tall is he? He's not even like crazy short. He's but... like 5'6". Ew, okay. Oh, I shouldn't have let that slip out. That was so judgy of me. Meditation John doesn't say ooh when he learns a man is 5'6". Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So, um, James McAvoy is the the star, and it's you know there's a, there's like a shred of cool. You're like, oh, I'm seeing like a, a Hollywood dude in a play. Like that'll keep me paying attention. You know? Yeah, and he's like, he's good. I like him. He he had moments that he really nailed. There were other times where he just like, ah, oh, this motherfucker seems like he doesn't give a fuck. But like. I I had a couple of moments of laughter and, and it's uh, by the way almost in the vein of a Hamilton where a lot of it is like wrapped. Yeah, yeah, I I read the review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um when I found out you were going to see it, I had to look up a few reviews. Oh, I mean, I only picked it cuz it was really well reviewed. Like I yeah. Oh, it got I, great reviews and yeah. he got phenomenal reviews. I mean, I love my friends but they haven't done the, like, at this point, hundreds of hours of sitting through shit improv that I have that has sure. built, like, quite the mental callus when it comes to, like, just going to focus on, like, even give me 3% positive, and I can focus on that. I can hang my hat on that shit. Yeah. Uh, so to them, they're like, uh, you know, it wasn't Endgame Part 2. I was really bored of it. Oh, Jesus. Whatever. It, they yeah. they all liked it well enough, and, and Anne ate the cost of the I was the only one who paid Anne the cost of the tickets. Sure. Because she was like, I'm going to treat you guys. And the other two were like, cool, thanks. I was like, I'm not good with you outlaying 120 bucks. Here you go. Um, so the first thing that was odd was he plays Cyrano. And we're acknowledging that Cyrano has this huge beak, right? Yeah. Like, we haven't written that part out of it. We're not saying he's otherwise an Ugmo. Mm-hmm. Like, we're still going with he is a schnauzer that like you know would make him the world's best ass eater i'll put it that way sure like i'm just saying if you're a gal (laughs) get the chart out from health class you'll see what i mean (laughs) all i'm saying even as i spell this out further is that his nose would be in your vagoo as he eats your rump of room i get it and also, I guess if you were flipped over, stop. He, as he tongued your, stop. Okay. All I'm saying is, <laughs> his nostrils might need monostat after. A little summer's eve. Yeah. A little magicil. A little lume. Also, her Greek yogurt works. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. We we don't have any prosthetic on him. Yeah. So we're talking about his big fucking nose 
And he's just got his tiny little Scottish goy beak. I mean, it's theater. You're just supposed to like go with it. It's it's I the know. same with it's the same with Shakespeare when you know the the women are trying to disguise like in Twelfth Night trying to disguise themselves as men and they you know, you're just supposed to go with it. Oh, I've never seen like a lot of Shakespeare. Like I figured they actually put like a like a mascara beard on him or some shit. Yeah, they do, but it's like clearly a woman. Oh, uh, they don't put like a giant cucumber no. in the pants spinal tap style. No, and and what what's the comedy of errors? You know, there's twins in it and it's I love that film. Yeah, it's never played <laughs> by like actual like actor twins. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just like people that vaguely look alike. Danny and, DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> exactly, here. vaguely yeah. look alike. And I mean, you just kind of go with it. Okay, right. Yeah. I mean, I I rolled with it, and yeah. I could suspend disbelief. Sure. Um, I think what was funny is Christian, who is supposed to be like the the super attractive guy. Yeah. That the the broad wants to pork. Uh theater jargon i know you haven't been to the theater in a while so maybe you don't remember <laughs> broad and pork but it's uh it's terms for wanting to fuck the lead who's a lady gotcha um christian was played by like this dude i guess of like middle eastern descent and he was like an attractive guy but he's kind of like both got a bigger nose than mcavoy <laughs> And is, like, scrawnier. I mean, like, taller, but, like, way scrawnier. And there's a lot of shirtlessness in this. And, like, McAvoy was still, like, looked like he was lifting as if he was going to do split part two. You know what I mean? Like... No, he he bulked up for this. I'm looking at a picture of him now. Yeah. And it was funny because, like, unlike... I don't know what his regimen consisted of, but he went really hard on, like, shrugs. I'm guessing because he maybe this is his trick to look super muscular, but he really built out his fucking sorry, this is all bodybuilding queerness. Uh, again, to use hey, a technical you said term, it. yeah, you yeah, said yeah. It. yeah it just enjoy my foray into pure homoeroticism. Mm-hmm. But like, completely went nuts on his traps to give him like the no neck look. It's fucking weird to see, and like yeah. aesthetically speaking, no one would be like, go to that degree, dude. Because he really went ham on his traps. All right. And now I will stop speaking as Mac from Always Sunny. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm just... looking up the... Oh, this guy's cute. Yeah, he's he's attractive. Like, they didn't get some, like, ugly motherfucker. It's just really... Eben Figarelli Dio. I can't uh, pronounce his last name. Something, but... yeah. Yeah, but he's cute. Yeah. But again, bigger schnoz than McAvoy. Like, it's, it, I don't know, it just reminded me of that weird Othello where they got uh, Captain Picard to play Othello and the rest of the cast was black, but he's still I referring. I saw that. Yeah, and he's still referring to his sooty bosom and I stuff mean, like was, that. it was a great show. Yeah, I'm sure it was. It's, it's but that's, goddamn... like, the kind of shit people do in Shakespeare and, and classic. I, I The know. Greeks, the classics. Like, people do this stuff. Mm. You enjoyed it. I did. I did. Okay. What? Uh, but I also enjoyed your sacred cow of New York being taken down to our dirty DC level in my eyes during the play in two different moments. Okay. The first, there's this incredibly, we haven't, it's been silent the whole play. 
Sure. Like, audience is completely polite as balls. Mm-hmm. Again, to use a theater term. Sure. During the most dramatic moment in the play, where there is a silent pause before McAvoy is going to go into this lengthy, like probably his longest monologue in mm-hmm. the play. Oh no. And it just like that is gross. It must have gone on six rings. <laughs> like and he is just like he is sitting there like a fucking stone, like a Easter Island head. Like you could tell he wants to jump in the audience and tear the fucking genitals off whoever did this and stuff them in their mouth. <laughs> and I think what blows, like if that happened to me, I would be on that fucking phone. Like I was in a foxhole and I saw a grenade coming over. Yeah, you know what why I mean? didn't you like silent it? Oh like, my God. Like, to be like, this could be someone else's ring. This could be the phone next to me. And then to just sit there like you cracked a bad fart. Right. And you're just hoping it dissipate. I mean, the goddamn balls. Oh, my God. I was, I had tears in my, like, you I. were laughing. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Good. And here, here is the moment where New York absolutely stopped being anything special to me they inject a bit of overt homosexual attraction into the end of the play okay where uh oh by the way i heard maria mutter come on because I'm locked in Will's room and I guess she has to enter it to engage in one of her countless OCD rituals. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like, come on. And then she marched come to the on. head. I guess to take like a piss as a consolation prize. So that's right. my life. You yeah. Know, like this this is how Picasso painted with his mom. Like, come on. Come on. Fuck. Um <laughs> enough with the blue, you piece of shit. I have to go and pray to the icons. Yeah. So <laughs> Christian says something about like two bodies becoming one. I guess the the text is just along the lines of, you know, I wish I could meld my body with your brain. Okay. But then he plants one on McAvoy. Oh. And like, I mean, the audience and not an insignificant portion starts fucking laughing. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, starts, Jesus. And I'm like, dude, I saw like a lot of gay guys in the audience. Like, what the f- like, are they the ones laughing? Is it not going far enough? <laughs> like, I'm, but again, I'm losing it. And he pulls away and then delivers a second one. And that got even more laughter. More laughter. More laughter. <laughs> like, it was a game being heightened. You know what right. I mean? Like, I was dying i was like you eva how often do i get to be in a theater situation where i'm the one who's like please a little maturity yeah please come on people it it fucking killed me i was i was dying laughing on the inside though because i didn't want to appear a homophobe as the british would say no of course not yeah but that was great and at that moment i was like had this happened in dc i would have been like this disgusting shithole backwater that I call home 
this would never happen in New York. And yeah. then it happened in New York. I'm and like, oh, like, I was just garbage. This is great. Like, yeah. I feel so liberated. I've never felt better in my life. I was like, my God. My God. Yeah. You know, it was uh, like the end of 300 where the, the spear hits the the bald Persian gaywad's face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. It's like Xerxes. Xerxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is my Xerxes voice. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi, we're here to conquer you, and we're going to bathe in homoerotic <laughs> overtones, even though the Spartans are the gayest thing in 6,000 miles. <laughs> That's the best we're part. The Persians. That is the best part of that movie. Yeah. Where I think at one point Gerard Butler, another Scotsman. Yeah is referring to the Athenians. He's like, those boy lovers or something along those lines. And it's like, <laughs> the Spartans. By the way, my mom's entire side Spartans. So I've got Are this. they? Oh, yeah. So I'm allowed to say this. Exactly. I didn't know that about Maria. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is all Spartan blood. And mm. that's why she's such a hard-headed bitch who also <laughs> loves it up the butt. Um, yeah, I mean, Is that why you love it up the tickets so much? No, that was just I jumped a fence as a kid and fell short. <laughs> and ever since then, it's all that I could, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, fucking hit my prostate just right. And yeah. I waste time with anything else. Exactly. So, you want to do more of the trip? I mean, we're we're almost at 50 minutes. I isn't... Good Lord. Anchor gonna, like, crap out on us in, like, two minutes? I mean, we can, we can do multiple, I can, I can do multiple episodes on this trip if you want. And we can, we can put a pause, put a pin. Um, I would say let's round it out and then I got to check on things and then see if I can do another one. I'm hearing a lot of noise from upstairs. So I'm worried about, I'm worried about my family. Well, we can record again. (laughs) Like what? Like the sounds of fire and screaming? (laughs) Oh, it's just like... (laughs) Nick is like, I don't know if he's moving something or doing, like, I have no idea what's going on. He's just, he, uh, he got fed up with the child. Yeah, he's like strapped the baby to him or like put it outside because he's tired of it. I, I picture Nick just like strapping the baby to a papoose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the papoose. The papoose. But then like not having that against him, like he just has that on a belt. Like a weight sled. <laughs> like how he attaches his keys to his belt. Yeah, his huge janitor's key ring. And yeah. just the baby is like so many keys. Yeah, the baby is attached. How did you know? Uh, you know, I might have hacked your ring yeah. a long time ago. Oh. Yeah. Okay, we can... I'll tease it with this. Yeah. Saturday night, I met Molly Heckerling. All right, guys. Yeah. Part two of the New York trip next episode. All right. Uh, Eve. Yeah. Orchard Eva. There you go. How are you fucking? Uh, we're just like uh, the two kissing sissies on the stage. You know, we like are one body, one mind, or two bodies, two mind, whatever. Melded the fuck they together. Be. Melded. Yeah. yeah. At Papa's basement for me. Mm-hmm. Good day, madam. Good day, sir. <laughs>